a late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between throwing it down the Thursday night uh, throwdown. Teddy Cover's going to step up and in straight from the strip in Las Vegas, Nevada, as uh, we talk NFL, we talk college football. We're going to break it all down with Teddy Covers. Howard Balzer steps up and in and joins us. And Howard's old school. Um, you know, Howard was on like ESPN, like I think on the first day <laughs> type of thing, right? Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, how, yeah, Howard's got one of the old school ESPN blazers. Um, you know, in the old days, I remember having Howard on all the time when he worked for USA Today. And now Howard uh, works for SI, Sports Illustrated. So Howard Balzer, Sports Illustrated, steps up and in and joins us tonight. Uh, Howard covers the Arizona Cardinals and you know, against everything's like symmetry. It's perfect symmetry uh, tonight because, you know, of course, Howard used to cover the Rams. He was in St. Louis. So, you know, I, I remember, man. I remember Howard's old, old school guest. Uh, so, yeah, Howard Balzer steps up and then we'll talk NFL football with Howard. Drew Martin. Drew Martin in the house tonight. All right. Drew Martin, one of our personal favorites. Everybody loves Drew. That should be like a TV show, right? Everybody loves Drew Martin bets. Like honestly, like in the sports, in the sports gaming and handicapping community and talk shows and all that, like, you know, I don't think everybody loves me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying yeah, I'm, I'm Mr. Popularity, uh, but Drew Martin would be right up there. Like if if there was like a political office, if there was a political office of this industry, uh, you know, Drew Martin like would win. Like if he ran for like you know whatever office that might be, uh, he he would win. Teddy would not win. Teddy's like a mean person. Teddy, like Drew Martin's like, eh, no one likes Teddy. Um, and Teddy, te you know, Teddy, Teddy will, will be proud of that. <laughs> yeah, Drew Martin, Drew Martin's like, yeah, yeah, Teddy. I don't, think, I don't think Teddy knows it's Christmas coming up. What, what, what? One of my favorite stories ever is Teddy Covers in the old days uh, joined us. I remember Sarah Mean, who we used to do a show with. Nice, uh, nice woman. Um, and another person, I don't, I'm not on her Christmas card list, but I've got no beef. But she once asked uh, Teddy what his favorite storyline going into the Super Bowl was. And he's like, storyline? I don't really understand the question. And it was basically about, like, you know, which, which like, story, of, you know, of, like, you know, the, the coach, the lost brother, and everything else in between. Teddy's like, I don't really understand it. He was like, Mr. Burns and recycling. He didn't understand. Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage, and your rage, bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Yeah, Mo, that team sure did suck last night. They just played sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Morenci. Throwing it down. The Thursday night uh, throwdown. Teddy Covers will step up and in uh, shortly. Howard Balzer, Drew Martin Betts. Uh, three levels of rage, three guests uh, this evening. A lot of stuff to get to as we pick up the pieces following a dominant performance as uh, the Los Angeles Rams beat the Patriots 24-3 to 
in a football game, if you tuned in at Game Time Decisions, uh, if you tuned in at Game Time Decisions uh, today, this is a football game that uh, we could not really have um, called any more bang on than we did, so much so to the fact that um, we said it was going to be 17-3 at the half. And we bet the first half. We took the the the, the Rams minus three in the first half. And we, we you know, I said, you know, last night I sort of had a vision. And I get these visions sometimes. And I'm not, like, talking crazy, all right? Like, they're just sort of, you know, they don't happen all the time, all right? Like, I wish they did. But, you know, once in a while it just sort of flows. And last night in the late nine hours, I don't know, it was probably, like, real late, whatever the hell time it was. In the late night hours, you know, I don't know if I was walking down the street, if I was standing on a balcony, but I actually thought, I was like, you know what? They're going to win like 31-3. Like, they're going to completely, I just had a vision of Cam Newton getting murdered, getting taken out of the game, the Patriots not scoring, and it being a very boring game. And the Jared Goff debate would not be settled at all. And I got to be honest with you, I almost wish, I was, whole, I, I got to be honest. Listen, we had the under even, and you know I never bet under. So if I thought the game was going under, um, I almost, a part of me wishes, though, we would have got to see Jared Goff slinging around a little bit. But whatever, it is what it is. I don't know. I'd rather win my bet <laughs> in an easy ma manner than sit here and tell, oh, Jared Goff threw for 330 yards. Because whatever, Jared Goff threw for 370 yards last week and nobody cared, right? So, you know, it is, it is what it is. I would say about Jared Goff, though, my you know my ultimate point, too, and I never said Jared Goff. I always said, I said top 12. Right? I never said, like, top five, top seven. I said top 12. But my, my whole point was, it's not like Jared Goff holds back the Rams. That's, that's the thing. Like, the Rams are a damn good team, and the Rams are 9-4 and four, uh, because they're, nine and, they're a 9-4 and four team. It's not like, oh, yeah, if they had, like, you know, like, who? Yeah, sure, if they had Mahomes on their team, yeah, I guess so. And every team can say that. Like, we, you know, that was our whole point all week. There's basically Mahomes, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson. Like, there's not, you know, there's no real quarterbacks that, you know, are, like, going to save your franchise, uh, essentially, that'll put you over the top. Ask Tampa about this, right, with, with Tom Brady compared to Jameis Winston or whatever. What's Tom Brady doing extra special for them, right? But... As far as the Rams are concerned, and that's the thing with the the thing with me with the Rams and the Saints, all right? This is why they are the two most dangerous teams, and they are the best teams in the NFC, is the Rams have proven this time and time again. And I love the new-look Rams, the two tight ends set all the time, just smash mouth, bunch of big dudes, play action. You know what? When you think, you know, you get tired of them stuffing it with the run all the time, you know, you go play action with Goff. It's a tough, like, matchup to stop, actually. I credit McVay for adjusting and, and adapting his offense. And the thing is, though, if you're going to get into a track meet, the Rams can get into a track meet, right? Like, if, if they find themselves in a game like the Buffalo game and they were down 28-3, dude, they took a 32-28 lead. They exploded, right? Like, they, they uh, bam, they came back. Um... But they're also showing they can win these smash-mouth games. Their defense is awesome. And I think you can say the same thing about the New Orleans Saints, right? The Saints, you know, defense is really good. The Saints are winning these low-scoring games now. But when we really get into it, I wonder if we dig down deeper, we look under the hood, can the Saints put up a ton of points if they need to? 
I don't know. I know the Rams can. I think the Rams can. I think the Rams can, but can the Saints, if it, you know, if if, if a track meet ensues, uh, so to speak, you know, like I said, the Rams, um, the Rams are a dangerous team, uh, and we're not just saying this after tonight. You know, we like them coming into tonight, but the Rams are an extremely dangerous team uh, moving forward. And you know, like I, you know, you look at you look at the Saints, smash mouth defense, great defense, physical, and. Um, you know, yeah, you know the Saints are going to be able to put some touchdowns on the board if they had to. But, you know, I'm not discounting the Saints. The Saints are badasses. Yet, you know, these other teams, like I said, like with the Rams, if the Rams get into a higher scoring game, fine. If they get into a higher scoring game, it is what it is. But these other teams, they're so one-dimensional. Like the Seattle Seahawks need Russell Wilson to, like, be, like, on his game. They need everything to fall into place. He's going to run for his life. He's going to throw it up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Seattle aren't going to go in there and just, like, beat you up. You know what I'm saying? Like, Seattle are all about one guy and Russell Wilson, essentially. And, you know, the Green Bay Packers, same thing. Yeah, it's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? Like, the Rams and the Saints, they can win in different ways. And I just like the, um, I like the dynamics of this, um, of this Rams roster. Fan of the dynamics of the uh, the Rams roster. Not a fan of the lights in our studio. Uh, but uh, that that's another story. <laughs> it's always going to be something. As my uh, my father told me, may he rest in peace. Life is full of little disappointments, as uh, as we find out. And I swear, man, you know, I got these lights that are driving me crazy, and I've got a fly. Not a fly on the wall, but we've got a fly. And, man, he's relentless. He's weakened. I've gotten him a few times. I've sort of swung at him as he's come by a few times. And I tagged him. I sort of felt I grazed him, and he slowed down a bit. But it's like he's angry, and he, he wants to die around me right now. He keeps on, like, flying around. I got light issues going on. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's always something. But uh, you know what? I can't be deterred. The Rams won this evening. And you know what? I haven't even hit refresh on my account yet. So as I was saying, we went into the break, and uh, before, I don't do this often, but I did it tonight. I was that, like I said, I was talking about, yeah, it's going to be like 30-3, to 31-3. And I started thinking about the first half. I was like, it's going to be 17-3 after the first half. Well, how come I'm not betting the first half? I wish I could have found a prop exact score and stuff like that in, in the first half. I really would have nailed that. But we put our money where our mouth was. You know what I mean? We took the Rams minus nine and a half points at plus 160. So minus nine and a half uh, plus 160. It's not a bad hit. We laid uh, we, we laid three with the Rams in the first half. We laid four with the Rams in the game. We had a teaser with the Rams to the under that hit with, uh, with Georgia Tech plus 14 and a half. They lost by 14. <laughs> so uh, things... Been a pretty good week, actually, to be honest. We're getting back on track. You know, listen, we have things. Someone had a voodoo doll of us out there somewhere. I think they still do, but their powers are weakening, like the fly that's flying around. Their powers are weakening. Although I really am about to start throwing lights around this room right now. If you guys here, like for those of you that are just listening, no video, just audio only here. If you if you start hearing things like uh, breaking and stuff, yeah, don't worry. Um, it's just me. 
It's just me smashing things. It's just me smashing things. You know, there's a talk show. There was a talk show host. I think he retired. But like everyone, they all say they're going to retire and then they just do podcasts. Yeah, they really mean they got, you know, they got fired. <laughs> like Everyone, oh, I'm retiring. And then the next week, oh, I started my own thing. It's like, well, you didn't really retire, did you? You just, you're no longer where you were before. But uh, yeah, there's a talk show host, Bob McCown. Longtime talk show host, guy's been around forever, made a ton of money. Um, and the thing is, and I even used to think it, all right? He used to wear sunglasses in the studio all the time. So he's a radio show host, but like, you know, all radio shows, we're all on TV or like some sort of video all the time now. So there's always like lights in your face and stuff. And Bob McCown used to wear sunglasses all the time. And I always thought he just did it because he was a douchebag. But no, it wasn't that he was a douchebag. It was that the lights bothered him and gave him migraines. Now I understand why. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. You want some of this, don't you? Yeah! Well, you need to know the winners. And I know the winner. So call me now. Whoa! $5 for the first minute, $2 for each additional minute. You have reached the coach's hot line. Line. Yeah, lay it on me, coach. In the game of my MB mm-hmm. versus Sin. Cincinnati. Sin. Cincinnati. Not. Cincinnati. Come on, come on. Don't you realize this is costing me money? We- Anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Omarensi. We're throwing it down. Triple threat that tonight Howard Balzer will join us from Arizona. We have Drew Martin stepping up and in from Las Vegas a little bit uh, later on. But right now, Teddy Cover steps up and in. And I think, too, is this the last time we're going to speak in 2020, Teddy? Well, maybe, you know, on the show, uh, I'll send you some well wishes, maybe a drunk text um, uh, over the holidays. But uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> we're on we're on next week because you know the stuff just gets, gets, gets around the corner so guys we're on next week Christmas is in two weeks right so um, we're not on that Thursday night that Christmas Eve and we're not on that New Year's Eve the following Thursday so but you won't be with us next week either right Teddy is this it for you for the rest of the year for us no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm here next week I just sent the text I wasn't sure if you were on Christmas Eve and, uh, and New Year's Eve but I'm like if you were on, I was like, you better know in advance to find someone. <laughs> so I gave you, I gave you a heads up that I wasn't that. Uh, but next week's fine, Gabe. I'm, I'm happy to uh, uh, join you, like we do you know most Thursdays throughout the year. And I love it. I appreciate it, Teddy. You know, it's like your life's like mine too. It's like I got one guy telling me they're like, listen, uh, we're looking at the schedule here, and you know, I know you usually do shows maybe on Christmas Eve or and stuff, but. Why don't you take some time off this year, you know? So what we'll do is no no Christmas Eve, no Christmas Day, no Saturday, and then you'll be back Sunday for the NFL. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? It's perfect. Sounds perfect for me. You know, I'm not a big, you know, there's nowhere to go. So I'm like, but I can, you know, 
I don't want to be doing shows on Christmas Eve and uh, Christmas Day, etc. So about 20 minutes later, somebody else from the network that clearly didn't talk to uh, somebody else, hey, Marenzi, are you ready to step up Christmas Day for the NBA games? <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm actually, no, I'm not. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, Teddy, I, I don't do Christmas NBA games. If You know what? If ABC wants to pay me like $250,000, I'll do it. But yeah, other than that, that's not happening. So yeah, Teddy, so yeah, we're, we're on the same schedule here. So uh, thanks for joining us. Um, let's get into tonight's football game quickly. I was just patting myself on the back, the old Barry Horowitz special. I was patting myself on the back, Teddy, because um, I said that the score was going to be 17-3 at the half. It was 17-3. Nice. And a lot of people rolled their eyes. I said the Rams were going to win 31-3. to <laughs> And... People are like, oh, yeah, 31-3, yeah, huh? Oh, whatever, 24-3 is close enough, Teddy. And you know but what I did? I laid the points with the Rams. I laid three in the first half with the Rams. I laid the points with the game with the Rams. But I also laid minus nine and a half with the Rams, plus 160. So that's the, that I'm patting myself. It's nice to really just nail a game and read it properly. You know what I mean? I don't even think it's the money. I'm just happy I read it as correctly as I did. And, and honestly, Gabe, when you've been doing – what we do for as long as we do it. Yeah, the money's nice. I'm not going to disagree. The money's always nice. But (laughs) I like to be right. You know what I mean? I like when a game plays out the way I thought it was going to play out. And you're like, I nailed this one. You know, it just, you feel like you've done your job right when that happens. And and, uh, kudos to you uh, for getting it right. Uh, Because, you know, I mean, you say, oh, the Patriots, they had their chances. Yeah, the Patriots had chances. They had red zone opportunities. They had fourth down tries. They didn't convert on any of them. <laughs> and when that happens, you end up with a blowout. <laughs> well, Teddy, and, you know, it doesn't mean that, yeah, I'm going to read every game, as you know, but you know what it is? Look, I, I'm, I openly admit it. I've been, people have been, people in Chicago beg me not even to, like, bring their name up anymore. Like, with the Chicago Bears, Teddy, I'm literally one in eight the last nine Bear games I bet. Like, on, for, or against. You know what I'm saying? Like, just whatever, I'm wrong. And, you know, look, I had the Bears against the Lions. Should they have won? Yeah, but they didn't, right? So, it's one of those deals. I'm always wrong. But, dude, the Rams, I've really got a read on this team. I've had a read on this team. And, you know, it's something, you know, I'll actually ask you this. I think, you know, I was bringing up, you know, so many college conferences, focused on a few conferences. Dave Malinsky told me that. Uh, you know, I said, yeah, you can't know like every conference, every game, and every conference. Go with the conferences you know. Study the, you know, the conferences inside out uh, that you know. And we know when it comes to the NFL, I don't think we do that with divisions or with teams as much. But you know, talk to me about that. Like, are there teams that you just you feel more comfortable reading? And you just, you know what I mean? Like, I do have. It's like I'm in the mind of Sean McVay or something. Like, I just feel the Rams, Teddy. Like, dude, I'm on them. And Niners game, give me the Niners. Then, boom, give me the Rams again. Like, I just know when to get off and on the train. At each station, I know when to get off, Teddy, for some reason with this team. And there's absolutely something to that, Gabe. You know, it's not a myth. It's not you're not imagining it. There are teams you're going to have good reads on and teams you're not going to have good reasons. And your favorite teams, the ones you can bet on or against, and you know that it's coming. And in my mind, I'm with you. I've done very well uh, with the Rams this season, both on and against them. Uh, and then people are like, well, they're so inconsistent. Yeah, but they're consistently inconsistent. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and that's my favorite kind of team. 
you know. Uh, no, no, they're consistent what they do. Yeah, they're, they're consistent. They win on the road all the time. They don't cover at home. They play down to the level of competition, and they play their best football against good teams. There's the Rams in a, in a yeah, nutshell. But, people, but yeah, yes and no. When they face an elite defense, that offense doesn't work all that well. And I've made money in that regard, too. And they're vulnerable to spots, as we saw uh, in Miami yeah, yeah. prior to their bye week as well. So you put all of those little factors together, and someone looks at their game log, and they say, well, who is this team? What is this team? You know, why do they, uh, you know, what? Uh, and if you're following them and paying attention and have a good read on them, you can see some of the stuff before it happens. But the one thing I got to say with the Bears, you're like, I'm one and eight betting the Bears. It's like, you're not supposed to get that far. <laughs> at about one and five, I'll shut a team down, you know, one and four. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, uh, I know. Yeah, I, I didn't, I, I, I didn't I, realize. I'll absolutely. I didn't realize until it got to about six, and I did shut it down. It was at five or six, and I was like, no more, no more. I was like, you know what? I had them, and they fumble. They're gonna win. They're gonna lose. Or whatever happens is bad. And the problem is, these son of a bitches are on national television all the time. And I get suckered in, and I'm on the air. <laughs> Teddy, they've been on the air for, like, I have openly said, people, I would not be betting this game before Sunday afternoon. You know what I mean? Like, I say that all the time. <laughs> sure, but I, I mean, that, that's an action wager, you know? I mean, I, I know yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, not, yeah. you're not loading up on the TV game. You have, you know, putting no, 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 I'm not, yeah, I'm not rolling in ever. I haven't ever lost once saying, oh, there's no way the Bears lose this week. Um. You know, I was wrong, actually. I was wrong with the Colt game earlier in the year. That one upset me. And then they surprised me, and they covered on the road. I don't know. They covered against Tampa. Like, I just, I, I can't read them. But I don't even blame myself. They suck. Like, how do you how do you read this team? Like, you know, what's there to read with the Bears? You know what I mean? Like, ugh. I, I know, let's just change the subject. I'm starting to get, like, uh, upset here. I should be in a good mood after the Ram, after the Ram game. Uh, but I was bringing up, Teddy, before you joined us, um, that I listen, I, I'm not just new on the Rams bandwagon. I think the Rams and the Saints are the best teams in the NFC. Like, if you look at the other teams, they're kind of flaky. You know, Russell Wilson, it's just, it's Seattle or Russell Wilson. Green Bay is Aaron Rodgers, and they need a lot of things to go their way. Like, you look at New Orleans, and you look at the New Orleans are playing smash mouth defense, they're winning lower scoring games. We'll see if their offense can put enough points up when they have to uh, in the playoffs. Yet I look at the Rams, and I don't know if you agree or disagree with this, Teddy, but you know, you look at the Rams. They, you know, they can run the ball now. They two tight end sets, play smash mouth. But if they find themselves in a shootout, they can handle themselves in a track meet as well. I like the dual threatness of the Rams that they can play again. They can play a couple of styles of football right now, Teddy. Do you agree with that or disagree? Wholeheartedly, I agree with that. However, I disagree with your assessment of the fact. I've got the Saints clearly as the best team in the NFC. And then I've got Green Bay and the Rams basically tied. Then Tampa. uh, And then we're down to Seattle and Arizona and the Vikings and the Giants. Um, So, but... I, I I think Green Bay. I've got again. I've got Green Bay with the Rams, but I can live with that. Yeah. The Packers and Rams. I don't know that I'm betting uh, L.A. in that game. Yeah. Would it matter where it would would be? I mean, that's it. If the Rams are going to Green Bay, you know, it's, you know, it'd be tough. 
would actually be a battle of Cal quarterbacks, Teddy. Aaron Rodgers versus Jared Goff. <laughs> and so, you should know Jared Goff is the all-time Cal passing leader. <laughs> uh, so uh, all I know is that Aaron Rodgers played, you know, when you're first starting out, you just remember these games forever, you know? <laughs> they stick in your brain. And I think it was New Year's Eve. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it was New Year's Eve. Maybe it was the night before New Year's Eve. It was a bowl against Virginia Tech, and I had a huge play on Cal. And the final was like 49 to 48 or 52 to 49. And Aaron Rodgers drove him back in the fourth quarter and two touchdowns down. I'm like, this quarterback's got something. Um, he did. Yeah, uh, Teddy, Teddy Scouter. Uh, Teddy, Teddy the Scout. Uh, so just a quick quick update now. The Rams are 10 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Saints are plus 550. The favorites, the Chiefs, of course, at plus 220. Steelers plus 750. Let me throw the Steelers at you right now. When everyone, there were a lot of, I don't, I don't, I don't care what people online say and stuff, right? Like, oh, like you're uh, people on Twitter and like just the sort of the 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 new sports fandom about the Steelers suck, even though they were six and zero. Worst seven and zero team ever. Worst eight and zero team ever. Worst, like you are what your record says you are, right? But after like watching them play for the last month or so, Teddy, they're not like a you know their record might be what it is, but they're not the second best team in football or the best team in football just because they might have the best record in football right now. And we'll get Teddy's thoughts on this. A big game, and a lot of people are going to be wondering about Pittsburgh going into this game on Sunday night against the Buffalo Bills. And can the Bills follow up that great performance against San Francisco, against Pittsburgh? Late night anger management class continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Don't ruin your appetites. I'm buying lunch for everybody on me. Well, what's the occasion? I'm rich. I won my bets on the Rose Bowl, the Sugar Bowl, the Cotton Bowl, and I chunked it all on a hockey game, and I won that. All right, all right. How much did you win? 116 bucks. What a windfall. Yeah. Yeah, I still feel tingly. Late night anger management class. This is Sports Ridge. I am Gabriel Morenci. Howard Balzer will join us. We'll talk some Cardinals cards uh, football as well as uh, other NFL. And, of course, Howard used to cover the Rams when they were in St. Louis, uh, I remember. Drew Martin bats. We're going to cover the uh, the social scene in Las Vegas. As, uh, you know, you know, Drew's a very social guy. Poor Drew. Uh, like, Drew went, you know, you know, Drew moved, Teddy, to Vegas, you know, for the nightlife and to live it up, right? Um, and the nightlife and uh, living it up has been uh, curtailed. Although, I still, there's still life in Vegas, right? There's still life, is it? You know? Yeah, there's still some play. I, I don't know. I saw James Harden was out at Dre's, so Dre's is still open. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's not like this town is dead. I mean, uh, you know, it was dead during the shutdown, okay, during the lockdown. In March and April, this town was dead. Uh, now it's nothing like that. You know, there's, there's action, there's stuff. And Drew, I mean, Drew's got a fat pad. He's got a fat condo right by the strip. You know, he's a single guy in his 30s. He goes out and has fun. 
you know, I'm an old guy. I'm married. I got kids. All I want to do is pick winners. I don't care about any of that stuff anymore. I'm like a shut-in these days. Uh, but, uh, you know, Jews out and about uh, a fair bit. I just sit in the, you know, the, 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 the Teddy Covers home sports book and, uh, uh, you know, turn my three TVs, TVs on and I'm, uh, I'm, I'm good for the weekend. You know, Teddy, you know, as we get older, there's never been an age or anything like that or like, oh, now I'm this age and I feel different. But when I knew that, I was like, dude, like, wow, like, this, this is a change. When I was on Fremont Street in a hotel, one of the last times I was in Vegas, and I was like, man, will these ravers ever shut up outside? It was like, from, I'm thinking, I was like, come on, man, it's four in the morning. This is a hotel room here. Like, you know what I mean? Boom, boom, boom. And I'm thinking, I'm like, I can't believe this. I can't believe how loud. Like, I'm like, what kind of street is this? Like, it was outside on the street. I'm like, what kind of street is this? Who does this? It's four in the morning. And I realized, dear God, dude, like, you're, 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 you're getting old. But you know, Teddy, it was funny. I saw Sinbad in Vegas when I lived there. And um, Sinbad was funny. You figure Sinbad would, you know, all the, all the comedians are always way edgier in real life, right? So so Sinbad, it was at, um, it was at South Point, actually. So Sin, Sinbad is uh, there. And uh, Sinbad goes, you know, I've been coming to Vegas and doing shows here for 30 years. He goes, I used to come here, and the first thing I would do was call my Coke dealer. And he goes, now the first thing I do when I get here is I go to CVS, and I buy some water, and I go to my room. <laughs> and, like, and, like, he's, <laughs> and like, he's like, uh, I don't tell you, he starts going off, but he had, like, a big thing. You know, in the old days at 2 a.m., I'd have a couple of ladies, and he's naming the strip clubs, and he's going off. He goes, now at 2 a.m., you might find me at the slots, but don't talk to me. <laughs> like, he was really funny, man. He goes, but if you see me at the start, don't come up and talk to me. And he goes, no, I don't want to do a line. I don't do that stuff. I just want to play the slots and be left alone. <laughs> right? Like, uh, he's real. And he was good, too. Like, his set ended. It was great. Some of these comedians, they go on a bit. He went on, like, about 60, 70 minutes, 50, you know, 55 minutes or so. And then he looks up and he goes, well, I'm sure, like, most of you in the room right now, you're thinking... Is this guy ever going to shut up? Because I want to go to the casino floor. And he goes, that's where I'm going. And he drops the mic. <laughs> Show's over. Great sale. Great sales point to remind everyone. Go to the casino floor after the show. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I mean, just, you know, it's, I guess you get to that point, Gabe, in life where you just all of a sudden, you're just like, hey, get off my lawn, dude. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Get off my lawn, you neighborhood kids, and you know yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. where we're at. Yeah, I know I'm not giving you your ball back. All right, so Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> and the uh, <laughs> the Buffalo Bills. Pittsburgh Steelers and Buffalo Bills. Sunday night football. First time in 13 years um, that the uh, I believe it's been 13 years since the Bills have had a, a Sunday night football game. Uh, but what, what do you make of this game? And what do you make of the Pittsburgh Steelers? So what's what's your report on the Steelers right now? Yeah, are, are they in trouble so, or is it just a pan? You know, are people just nitpicking? So do you remember when the Bills had that game postponed and then they had to switch everything around and they played on Tuesday in Tennessee and they played on, you know, their whole schedule yeah. got screwed up. And Buffalo looked pretty awful for a couple of weeks. They yeah. messed him up. And the Bills have responded just fine since that happened. But, uh, yeah, that game at Tennessee, that was, that was the worst game they played all year. Uh, was, that, was that a Tuesday night game or something? 
Yeah, then they play so KC the, the next game. Boat right now. And then yeah, they were even uh, sloppy yeah, against I mean, the Steelers, Jets the following week. Yeah, it was real sloppy. They, I mean, when, when NFL teams are going to be at their best when they play every Sunday, okay? Every seven days. You get in a routine. When you start switching teams around and they're playing Tuesday and they're playing Thursday and now they're playing Monday in the early game, I mean, it messes with you. It messes with them. You know, the NFL players are absolutely creatures of routine, and you start messing those routines up, especially with a team that, you know, that's old, a little bit older, uh, like the Steelers. You know, it can, it can be a short-term problem. You know, so the Bills had the bad game against Tennessee and then Kansas City and the Jets. It took them about a month to get back on track. Even the game against New England where they beat them. They weren't. That, that's not the Bills team we've seen for the last month. You know, it, it, so I, I think the Steelers are pretty darn good. Okay. That defense is, is and people fall in love with the sexy offenses and offenses that move the football up and down the field. And, I mean, Pittsburgh does have a fatal flaw, which is why they're not going to win the Super Bowl. They can't run the football. And they can't run the football. You can't win the Super Bowl. So Pittsburgh's, I don't think they have that level of upside. If you, you know, and the AFC has so many second-tier contenders after Kansas City, you know, that if someone upsets the Chiefs, it could be uh, – I wouldn't be surprised if a six-seed gets in, you know, in the AFC. Whereas the NFC, uh, I really don't think there's three teams that have a realistic chance. Um, but, you know, but Pittsburgh's still pretty good. You know, the, the Steelers' defense is really good. They're just out of sync right now. And when they're out of sync, what do we do? You bet against them, you know. <laughs> It's pretty easy right now with uh, with Pittsburgh, uh, and I'll probably do it again on uh, on Sunday night. And the Bills have made me money all year. You know, they've been a uh, I've got the Bills uh, over their win total uh, as my big ticket play coming into this season. The season wins. I had the Bills to win the division. Uh, I've had the Bills in a whole bunch of games, uh, and uh, <laughs> they've uh, been they've a very, very good team for me yeah. in my bankroll this year. So yeah, it's Buffalo or pass. Right? Again, it's a huge home game for a team that's rolling against a team that's out of sync. You know, uh, I think the price is very reasonable. And uh, when that line opened, the money poured in on Buffalo. Now we're seeing some buyback on the Pittsburgh side. The wise guys are saying, well, look at the stats. Look at the stats. You can look at the stats all you want. Uh, Steelers will be there. Steelers can win a playoff game, maybe two. Uh, I, I don't think they can get to the Super Bowl, though. You know, it, it, as you stated, the number has been bouncing around all over the place. I remember when it first popped out, I was even talking about the Vegas number originally, and it was one and a half Pittsburgh, and then it was yeah. one and a half Buffalo, went up, up to two and a half Buffalo. FanDuel right now settling in. Buffalo minus one and a half, total 48. So let's talk about another team. They're playing on Monday night football. They don't get a lot of Monday night games, and not, you know, not a lot of people are, they are, people are like negative stories. If the Browns suck, everyone likes making fun of them, but the Browns are good. I think the Browns are really good. I think the I think the Browns are better than a lot of other people think they are, just because I respect the hell out of their their rushing attack, and they have nasty dudes on defense that can make plays. Are they the best defense in the NFL? No, but they can come up with a sack. They can strip. They can come up with a play when they need it. Uh, I like this Cleveland team. Big game again. Big game for Baltimore here, Teddy. Baltimore minus two and a half total, forty-seven half. What's your take on Monday Night Football? So the only reason that Baltimore is favored in this game is when you start looking at some of the advanced metrics, you know, and I mean, do you, let me ask you this, because all of a sudden people are interested in point differential in the NFL. 
and the Pythagorean theorem of how many points you score and how many points you allow, and that's supposed to determine how many wins you get. And Cleveland, again, who absolutely annihilated the Titans in Tennessee last week, but ended up only winning the game by six points. Yeah. They're still minus 15 for the season. Baltimore's plus 85. You know, they bingo. That's why Baltimore's favorite on the road. I think Cleveland's yeah. better than Baltimore. You know? Yeah, it's interesting you say uh, that, too. And you look at Cleveland's games, you know, nasty, nasty rain game against uh, against Houston. You know what I mean? Like, yep. they played against the bad element they games, the Raider game, home. the Houston game. Yeah, like, not so just sort of they're going to skew numbers, right? And, yeah, you know, I get, yep. I get mad, too, about that. Analytics, and I'm down with analytics and stuff, Teddy, but I talk to people, and people, I find younger people do this where they seem to confuse, like, fantasy stats with, like, winning games and winning bets, Teddy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, there's some quarterbacks throw for 300 weeks every week, but they never cover a spread. Like, there's there's an element to it, Teddy, more, as you stated, more than the numbers. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, I am not a statistical handicapper. I'm not an algorithm handicapper, okay? I watch a lot of games. I read everything I can possibly read, and I've been doing this for a long time. I understand how the markets work, and those are my edges, you know? The numbers guys are going to do what they do. And, again, when you're playing that numbers game, you end up with a high volume of plays. You know, you really do. Every time that your numbers are more, yeah, you know, yeah. two and a half points or three points off the market, you bet it. And you, end up, you know, it's like 15 games in an NFL Sunday. You're like, Dude, settle down, Beavis. You know. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, no. Hey, don't insult that, you know, me. I'm, the, I'm butthead. I'm butthead. I'm that guy. Because <laughs> you know what, Teddy? You know what? Our guy is sports grid. And when basketball season starts, you know, like, we, you know, we're also Daily Roto, right? And that's where, like, you know, the, the real sure. numbers guys are. So, but we, and they, I have access to it and we see it. And everyone does now. They made the content free. But basically, Teddy's exactly that. So, it's like every player in the NBA, and it's like, all right, he'll have 3.7 three-point shots made tonight. You know, 6.2 rebounds. And it's always like, is there an edge compared to the prop? But like you said, Teddy... Sometimes, dude, I'd have like 27 props if I played every edge. You know what I mean? I'm like, and then I realized, I'm like, you know, just because a computer says 1.7 instead of one, and I'm getting 1.5 doesn't mean it's going to win. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the computer sure, edges, Teddy, can you get in trouble with that stuff? It's it's all about what you put in, you know, garbage in, garbage out. Um, and I, you know, oftentimes some of the things that I've seen computers spit out have been shocking to me <laughs> in terms of it doesn't make any sense if you're actually paying attention and watching these teams. Now, again, the market's going to look at Baltimore. Baltimore beat them 38 to six on opening day this year. Remember? Yeah. It was a yeah, yeah. killed them. The game was over in the first quarter. You say, look, every time Cleveland steps up, they play a team like that. Yeah. That was also in a year of COVID with no preseason games, Stefanski's first game as head coach. All right. Bob, uh, Cleveland's very different now than they were three months ago. Um, yeah, I like the Browns. Three-minute warning coming up, level one. Holy crap, what a fast hour uh, this evening so far. we got a couple of more minutes uh, with Teddy. Got to squeeze in some college uh, football on the other side. Fortunately, he will be with us next week as well. The holiday season approaches. Bring it.
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Level one. Shout out to everybody listening on the uh, Mightier 1090 uh, right now. Rams fans, happy. Uh, they're getting a uh, free Jumbo Jack uh, tonight. Jumbo Jack, thanks to the Rams, scoring a couple of touchdowns from Jack in the Box. <laughs> All right, so everybody's a winner tonight. Everybody's a winner. If you consider free food from Jack in the Box a win. Teddy Covers kicking it with us. Uh, right now, All right, Teddy. Speaking of Los Angeles, I'm fired up about this USC team. Actually, I like the uh, I like this like they're getting no respect card, and everybody loves UCLA uh, this weekend. You know, we only have like two minutes, so I'll shut up here. But I don't understand the number, Teddy, in the Colorado game. What the hell am I missing here? Because I'm looking like why? Are, why think? is the co- I like Colorado? Oh no, Utah's better than Colorado, dude. Utah's going to win that game. I'll be on Utah. I already bet Utah. I'll probably bet more Utah when it gets to three. Really? Huh? What What do you um, like about the Utes? That they're you know they're they're well, getting better now. What do you like games? about Colorado? Because Colorado's no good. All they've done is play the right team at the right time. You know, I mean, to me, it's it's very clear. I watched the Buffs play. And I shouldn't say they're no good. You know, but uh, they're not. They're not as physical as Utah in the trenches. I don't think their quarterback play is as good, and I'm convinced their defense isn't as good. So uh, I've got I've got three edges for the Utah. Uh, side. Uh, right. Colorado's not, you know, they're not going anywhere. They're going to make the championship game. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't buy into the non-motivation factor, though, uh, with that. I oh, can't when they step on the field. They want to win. What about, so now, yeah. now, now, now I guess you like UCLA, right? <laughs> you're going to, no, no, like no the Bruins, uh, so that, I'm not playing that game, you know, I'm not, uh, I, 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 but I think UCLA can give them a game, and I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if USC wins by five touchdowns. I wouldn't be surprised if they get beat. You know, that's the Clay Helton Trojans. Teddy Covers. All right, next week we'll focus in on the college uh, scene. It'll be championship weekend. Sportsmemo.com, Wager Talk, Wager Talk TV on YouTube. He's everywhere. Teddy Covers. Teddy. Thanks, Teddy. Cheers, Gabe. Have a, uh, have a good night, my friend. Late night anger management class continues. I was hoping for a Morency. 